Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. I think Mary Alice has had one of the best ideas we've ever had on Noah's Window for this series of thoughts. And the idea is things that we know for sure. And yesterday she began our week by talking about how we know that God can't be canceled, that God is eternal. Today, I want to share with you one of my favorite things that I know for sure. But before we do, before we get into that, I'd like to talk to you about why what we're doing this week is so important to all of our lives. Uh, let me just go back a lot of years and tell you about something that happened in my life. Uh, when I was new as lead pastor of our church, it was before I'd hired any staff. In fact, we really didn't have much of a staff. I've always joked that our first Christmas banquet when I was lead pastor was held in a booth at a steak restaurant. I think there were four of us. But the first young man that I brought on our team was a young man who'd grown up in our church and he had gone to Dallas Theological Seminary. And uh, he had like two years behind him there, but he needed to serve an internship. And he asked if I would be willing to sort of take him under wing for, I think it was like six or eight months. Uh, that would be an internship and he would actually be compensated as one of our staff for that length of time, but he'd also be gaining a large amount of credit for this at Dallas Theological Seminary. So uh, I was excited. Uh, you know, I was very young. I was in my very early 30s in those days. And, and John was, oh, I think he's probably just a few years younger. But he's a very brilliant young man. And, and God has used him and his dear wife, Kelly, as missionaries. And then now he's, he's pastor of a church in North Carolina. And uh, he's been a great blessing to so many, many lives. But in these days, we were both very, very young. And uh, so we were having kind of a, I don't know, maybe just an unpacking session of what he had learned working with me. And he started off listing several things that he picked up. And finally, he stopped and he said, but there's one thing I've learned about you, speaking of me, one thing I've learned about you that's bigger than everything else. He said, I've noticed that when you come up against something and you don't know what to do, you always race back to what you know for sure. I never really thought about that a whole lot, but after John said that and left the office, I started thinking that's really true. Uh, because as a young pastor with so many things on my plate and, and so many questions that would take years for God to answer, there, there was a lot of the unknown. But when I faced the unknown, I would do that. I would race back to what I, I knew for sure. And I've watched that. That's been way over 30 years ago when this conversation happened, but all these years later, it's still true. You and I live in a world full of question marks, and we're in a lot of situations where we don't know what to do. It's just critical that we run back to those things that we know for sure. Well, Mary Alice is going to be sharing some more this week, and, and maybe I will as well, but let me just share with you one of the biggest. It's in the book of Romans chapter 8, the 28th verse, and the Bible says, and we know in all things God works for good. We know in all things, God works for good. Now, you know, I think it's really important that we take a moment to think about what that verse does not say, because I think deep down inside, there's a similar sentence that we would like for that verse to say that it doesn't say. I think we want to know, I think we want to say, and we know how God works all things for good. But that word how is not in there. It just says, we know in all things, God works 
for good. And it's really true. It, 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 it's interesting. We should also point out that verse doesn't say all things are good. It says in all things, God works for good. So today I want you to think about all the question marks in your life. And maybe the, the challenges that you face, the problems that you have that you don't know exactly how to solve. If you love God and you are in his will, and the reason why I put those two things there, Romans 8, 28 says, in all things, God works for good to those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. Well, if you love God and you are doing your best to follow God, you can be sure that even though there may be a series of bad things in all those things, God is working for good. At, at my stage in life, you know, at my age, there's a long history of so many of these things that God has worked in for good. But, you know, as Mary Alice and I get close to the first week of June, we always get a little misty eyed, a little sentimental because it was the first week of June that we moved to Kansas. And it was a challenging move. Um, I don't think I've ever said this, but uh, we went from three incomes to one income and we took a large cut in compensation to come here, but we just so believed that it was God's will. And I think I shared some of this the other day in a message. Uh, I said no for about three years before I actually agreed to come up here and, and think about coming to Kansas. But the first weekend we were here in September of 1984, and we, we weren't moved yet. I just I was just coming up to speak that weekend. We fell head over heels in love with the church in the city. But the only thing was I could not come um, for about nine months because I was still under contract with one of the ministries that I was involved with. And so I, I wondered if maybe that would be a deal breaker. You know, it was September when I had this sense that God wanted us to be here. And it was June, the next June of 1985 when we moved, just to give you some context. So when I told the church, well, I can't come for next June. I thought maybe that'll be a deal breaker and then I'll kind of get past this. But they said, no, that's no problem at all. So on the way back, Morales and I talked. Uh, and then in those days, the speed limit was 55 miles an hour. So it was a long time between Wichita and Fort Worth when the speed limit was like that. So we talked and we talked and we thought about how it could happen. And But we had just bought a home um, about a year before. And we started realizing if we were going to think about moving, we were going to have to sell that house. But interest rates in those days, and again, you just have to be back there in the early 80s to remember this, but interest rates, mortgage rates were insane. Um, 18, 20, 21%. It was just ridiculous. And so homes, as you can imagine, were not selling at all. And we'd only been in our house for like a year. And we talked about that, that it could be a really difficult thing because given the fact, as I said, we were going to go from three incomes to one, we weren't going to be able to move here with a house unsold in Texas, continuing to make payments. So uh, Mary Alice has just got such great faith. You know, she just put an ad in the paper, house for sale, three bedrooms, uh, two car garage, two baths, and didn't even put a price on it. Just put it in the newspaper, which we did in those days, as before Craigslist or the internet. And I kind of got after her for doing that. I said, why'd you, why'd you do that? We don't even know how much we want to sell it for. She said, well, I just felt like we should do that. Long story short, 
in all the time that the house was for sale, only one person came out to look, look at it. He walked around it and said, I'll buy it. We said, well, we don't know for sure how, we're go- how much we're going to sell it for yet. He said, well, I, I, think, it'll, I think it'll be okay. He said, uh, just, just decide what you need to sell it for. But I, he, was, he had just gone to work for a brand new hospital a couple miles from this house and just worked perfectly for him. And it was a small house and he was single. But he said, yeah, I'll buy it. So we just were so ecstatic. I mean, we'd only been back from Wichita about a week. We're still in September. And remember, I can't move till June. In fact, the date that I looked at to move was June 6th. But we were just so excited that the house sold. We weren't even thinking about what we were going to do next. I mean, our neighbor's house had been on the market for a year before this. And by the way, it continued to be on the market for another year. So we, we just felt like, wow, God is at work in this. And this is such a miracle. And we were so excited. But this was in the era of the savings and loan debacle. And, and so he got approved for the mortgage, but then a whole series of bad things began to happen that delayed the closing. Uh, his savings and loan went bankrupt and he had to start the process all over again. And it was just a series of crazy things that kept delaying. And I was freaking out and you know me, I have a lot of anxieties. I was chewing my fingernails. And so, you know, September ended and then October and then November, and we still didn't have any resolution. And finally, finally, we were able to close on December the 6th. That was just the day we wound up closing, December the 6th. Well, you know, I should point out that uh, having sold our house, we were going to have to have uh, an apartment in the interim before we could move to Kansas. And the only lease we could get was a six-month lease. It's exactly six months from December the 6th to June 6th. You know, looking back on that, that was such a God thing. It wasn't just a God thing that the house sold. The delays were all part of God's plan, God's perfect plan. And you know what? Mary Alice and I didn't have to spend an extra dollar on a lease or anything else because God had worked it out to the date. Here's the deal. In all of that process, whether you talk about us moving to Kansas or you know, how we would make the finances work or selling our house or closing on the house. In all of that process, I did not know how God was going to work. But 36 years later, Mary Alice and I can look back on that season in our lives and say, and we know in all things, God works for good. You know, there's, as I said, so many things you may not know today, but if you love God, and you're trying to follow him, you can know that in all the stuff that's happening in your life, bad, good, neutral, God is at work. You can know that for sure. And you know, when you know that, you can face this day. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your grace that manifests itself in our lives in so many ways. Thank you for your presence, which guarantees that in all things you work for good. By faith, we claim that today. We don't know how you work for good, but we know you do. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. Mary Alice will be back soon to talk about more things that we know for sure.